0: Favorite, so we're starting with a 10:30 a.m. whiskey, is what I'm hearing. Oh, might why not? <laughs>
1: we're recording, oh,
0: yeah, we're recording, <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um,
1: the uh, uh, this is a what is it, Virginia,
0: yeah, Chuck pedigree gave that Bowman
1: me. Brothers, it's from Virginia, so I just got it because I'm from Virginia, that'd be fun. Thanks, nice. nice. yeah, let's see. Which one? um you were in a uh breakout room with my parents this week
2: yeah with your mom <laughs> that's pretty great we bought this in nashville last week is it backwards butter cup and it's whiskey i've seen that's a big
0: like i've seen that around a lot lately like not that brand but that like that style
2: even as the the reese's cut uh cups on there like i don't know it's either going to be awesome or horrible. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Does it actually taste like peanut butter cups?
2: I haven't tried it yet. I hope so, though, because that's my favorite candy.
1: So. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, um, do you consider the peanut butter cup a candy bar? No, nah, so absolutely like, yeah, I not. want a candy bar, and you wouldn't. Nah. And that? I don't either. You do? Nah. I don't. I just I don't you, think about these I'm things. I'm just going to eat the Reese's <laughs> Cup I out, think about so. it all the time, because people offer it as a candy bar option. I was like, that's not a candy bar. I've
2: never heard that. It's a candy bar option? Yeah, Who they'll be be like, hey, uh, you
1: want a candy bar? Here's a Reese's. I'm like, that's not a candy bar. That's a candy. I'm a it's not guy. even you want a piece of candy. It's do you want a Reese's? Right. It's,
2: a, it's right. like its own thing.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, is Jessica joining? or she, uh,
2: she said she didn't want to talk to y'all. So I know. She I get
0: that all the time. Hey, while well, you guys talk for a second, I'm going to kick my kids out of my
2: house. Oh, yeah. She's, um, uh, she's, she's finishing a work call real quick with her We're manager. We're practicing
1: social distancing, as you can see, Jason and I. <laughs> We were thinking about doing it from our different houses, but I was like, oh, I think it'd be more fun together. Hey, now y'all have to
2: quarantine together for 14 days.
1: No, although we've been <laughs> tested a couple times. Like my family, or Graydon has been tested once. I've been tested once. So far, we're good. I don't know.
2: Did you get the one, uh, the one up in the stick that goes into your brain? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's not fun. Have you yeah. had it? No. Try not. It's not, not like painful, it's just real weird. It made me laugh out loud, actually. <laughs> Um what uh dude uh what's going on in your world, man? You selling any uh ASICs today?
2: Trying, just had a couple emails this morning. Um it's weird, it's like not selling season. August and September I'll be selling in a lot. Um right now it's just putting out fires really. So
1: when when someone buys ASICs, do they like uh are they buying like cratefuls or something or from you? I'm buying what? Are they buying like giant orders of ASICs like a crate full of shoes yeah oh yeah
2: these orders are you know each each selling season I'll sell you know three to four thousand dollars worth of shoes so Jeez. So yeah uh, here's Jess
3: Hi. Sorry, <laughs> my, call went late. my boss was giving me more work to do so
1: he has whiskey he's drinking whiskey nice yeah just for you guys
3: I like that. I like that I'm drinking tea well, okay, yeah, I forgot what it's called for
1: something for for Virginia that's what Jess Ooh. puts in her coffee you guys have fancy, uh, fancy whiskeys. They're all yep. labored and stuff. Um, are you done training now, Jessica? Are you Are you done training? Are you on like real jobs? I'm stuff?
3: on real projects. So she just actually she felt bad. I don't have enough to do. So she came up with like a couple projects for me, and I was like, "Yay, stuff to do." That's fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Although I was down with you not having stuff to do. That sounded like a fun job too, where I get paid good. and I well, don't have to do stuff.
3: Even with the stuff that she gave me, I mean, I'm still maybe at 25 hours a week. So mm-hmm. not like a ton of
1: stuff. She's the only
0: person
2: out here that's trying to find more work to do.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I was having that talk with a friend last night who feels like the pressure to always find work to do. I'm the same way. Like I, if I'm sitting around, I feel guilty. I've got to find something to do. And um, my other friend's like, Man, I sat on the couch for 12 hours the other day and felt really good about like that.
2: I, I can't do it. You did something for 12 hours. You sat on the couch.
1: That's right. <laughs> um, did you guys listen to our podcast? I don't know. On our drive down to Alabama, we did. Oh, wow. But Which like, one? through last week. <laughs> okay. Oh, gotcha. Um, we did it for a whole a while. It was kind of fun. We did like all these people in the city, like other pastors. Because my goal in the beginning, I was like, oh, it'll be fun to talk to other pastors in like a non-church way like hey let's just talk like normal like how much of this job do you hate or do you like uh and most people didn't want to talk about stuff like that um and then i think at the very beginning it was us telling the story of legend which some people liked that yeah so then we kind of took a long break and now we're calling this season two um so you guys are gonna be on it so this one so we, you heard the two that we just did but we did one earlier with uh someone from our church and you guys will be the second people from our church that we're Uh-oh. so Uh-oh. um uh and the last one we won't do this in this one in the last one she's kind of like bashing crossroads a lot and we're like should we like edit that out i don't know how to like not like what's bad but anyways there's a lot of like especially because we were in oakley
0: church for so long there's always been this like little brother syndrome like for us because we would go like it takes a tremendous amount of work for us to like schedule like a clean up oakley day when i was on the community council we scheduled a day where we did all the like well work and it takes a crap ton of work for our small church to get that off the ground and store owners would come out and be like oh man we just love all the work crossroads to do (laughs) no damn it it took me 60 hours to get this put together
1: All right, so we're gonna officially start. So, I always like to say that our band lesson, that we have a house band. That song, have you heard the song that it starts with? Yeah, uh, yeah. We actually got permission from that band. I, like, sent them an the email. I was like, hey, we're doing this podcast, Bastard Passers, and they were like, are you guys gonna be, like, making fun of us? I'm like, no, 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 we really genuinely like the song and think it fits perfectly with what we wanna do. And they're like, okay, cool. As long as you're not parodying it or something, <laughs> like, you can use it. So, we have official permission. So I like to call it our band that our house oh. band plays <laughs> us in and out. Um, uh, so we're with Jessica and Jason. Do you go by lane, both of you now? Like that's official? Yes. Uh, they've been married a, almost, a little over a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got married in the Flying Pig Marathon at the, at the beginning, at the middle. Um,
3: yeah, mile seven. The top of the hill.
1: Mile seven. Yeah. And you yeah. guys are both mega runners. She is more than me yeah <laughs> I just got to keep up with her yeah um anyways thanks for being on our podcast guys yeah, um, yeah. absolutely thanks for having
0: and us you started coming to our church two weeks before the world ended
3: yes yeah I'm not saying we're the catalyst but I don't know it might be and <laughs>
0: <You're
1: laughs> like, like,
0: uh, we can't help church anymore
1: but <laughs> it's funny because it's usually my role or my gig to like oh there's someone new let me make sure I i engage with them but jason i think the first week i saw you it was like in passing but like i knew i knew you from somewhere (laughs) and so i was like oh is he like a brother or something of someone else who comes so i I don't need to go say hi to him or like and it took me forever to realize it was from red tree and fleet beat and all that like i did not i was like i know him from somewhere um so i think i felt really bad because i think the first like two weeks i didn't come say hi at all or didn't come engage and i That always makes me feel really guilty because I feel like that's, like, my one role is to, like, make sure I engage with people. And so I apologize.
2: For what it's worth, when I saw you, I said, oh, man, I know this guy from Red I cannot remember his name. This
1: place is going (laughs) to suck. One of our things that we like to we I I always think we should put it on our website. Uh, Legend Community Church, you might as well find out now. Like, just you might as well find out who we are. And decide whether you <laughs> like that or not, because it's, it's, a, it's a unique taste. But anyways, <laughs> thanks for being on, guys. I'm excited. Yeah. I, nice. You would probably be the newest. Yeah, easily. Uh, like couple, family, who uh, would you guys say like, and, uh, and um, you can say anything you want. You can say like no or anything would you guys say like oh yeah this is this is our church that we're going this is our church right now is that a is that a fair yes. assessment assumption yeah. yeah oh cool all right because
3: it could have been like church yeah
1: <laughs> um and then where and you guys got married and you were like oh we should we should go to a church and how did i forgot i think you told me but how did you find legends
2: Well, she, Jess was involved with Crossroads for quite a while, Um, pretty heavily involved. You know, I kind of went sporadically. I've never been a consistent church goer. You know, I grew up Catholic high school, Catholic middle school, all that. Um, And Crossroads always tried because I knew she really enjoyed it, but it was just always a little too much for me. Um, And so we started just looking out, looking for different churches around town and uh, with different fields. And this one just really hit well with both of us. So. Been really fun. Yeah,
3: we wow. trying to find a church that met all of us were, where we were at. Because so Haley comes to church with us too, and she's at, uh, golf lessons right now. Um, but she's fourteen, and uh, when she was younger, she was really engaged in church, and we kind of fell off of that with her. And so we talked about as a, a new family that this was something that was important. Um, probably more to me. But Jason said, hey, if it's important to you, it's important to me. But let's find a church that can meet all of us where we're at. And that was one of the things, like, from the very first time, we, we as soon as we walked out of there, we got in the car. We had to figure out how to back out because the parking lot over there is super complicated. <laughs> Once we figured out how to back out of the parking lot, it's um, <laughs> we started talking about it, and Haley's like, yeah, I want to go here again. Oh. And Jason says, Yeah, let's check this out again. And, and just walking out of there and having three people in completely different places in their spiritual journey say, I want to go back again. And I was like, Okay. I something
0: weird was happening. Something really weird was happening the first day you guys were there. Like, uh, there was not a normal format. What was it? What no, was
3: it? It was weird. You guys were super, it like felt a little Catholic y.
0: What did we do?
1: What did we do?
3: you did the you did the chance and responses oh right yeah.
1: that is weird cuz i think cuz i think, that was me right yeah yeah nah, i do stuff yeah. like that yeah. <laughs> cuz i think kim said she talked
0: to you and said it's not always like this so maybe come back in a couple weeks <laughs> yeah, and say yeah. like what it's normally
3: like
1: if you don't like it this week just check it out next week it's different
3: well and it was and, and for haley i think it was the people like we came in ahead of time and people just kept coming up and talking to us even though they didn't know us Clearly, we were new because they're like, "Are you new here?" And we're like, "Okay, so new people don't come here a lot." That we're yeah. standing out this this much, but for Haley, it was how friendly everyone was and talked to her like a uh, a person as opposed to a little kid. Right. And she, that for her, that's why Ooh. it it had nothing even to do with the service. Yeah, was that's kind of cool. People that made her want to come back. Yeah. yeah.
1: The only thing good about me doing that is I'm really bad about doing anything formal. So anything I try to do formal still is going to sound really informal where I'm like, ah, see me like this. I don't know. But, um, no, Hey, I'm interested in the answer to the question, uh, for all three of you, like if it met you where you're at, where are you at? Like that it met you. Or like, what did you need it to meet? Uh, like for all three of you, for Haley, was it people treating her like that or,
3: Yeah, so I think for Haley it it was community Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I I think that she just wanted a community where she just kind of blended in and could just have some things to talk about afterwards. So like usually every week there's one thing that we kind of talk about throughout Mm -hmm. the week which is nice Um, and that's that's perfect and that's great for us to have that conversation, especially mother-daughter conversations. and then for me, I was looking for somewhere where I can, I can kind of dive in and really reconnect. Because we, we went long a long stretch without really not going to any church at all. Um, and I missed that. I missed having something that just kind of helped me reframe each week. Mm. Um, and, and I like having that reset. Um, mm. And so that's what I was really looking for. And then what about you, Han?
2: Um. I uh I wanted some, to go someplace where I didn't feel like I, I was expected to do to be a certain way or mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Um growing up in a you know Catholic schools you kind of I mean, you know, I say recovering Catholic, you know, you're just expected to recite yeah. the script, um where I even went to a man camp um back in November mm-hmm. just to, for the experience. a man now. Uh mm, no, nah, about the same. Um <laughs>
0: same.
2: I froze my butt off. It was like twenty degrees out there and but um
0: there's no camping but, as miserable as cold camping. Like there's nothing uh, you can do to make cold camping enjoyable.
2: Uh, it was horrible. But but it was it was a great experience. Um I'm glad I did it. Um but it made me realize that's just too much. Um I kind of just felt very, very out of place. Um yeah but um i kind of it's kind of funny maybe this is not nice but um i, t- I told justin this like when everybody you know you have like i don't know how many guys a thousand guys and they're just like this i'm like this looks like a bunch of jedis like this is
1: that's all I'm, <laughs> <go."> <laughs> but, I'm surprised they didn't make you stay what a bunch of jedis <laughs> oh gosh, if they can like, move things <laughs> in their mind and maybe
2: protect the younglings but um Yeah, so it was just a little too much. I'm glad I did it. It was a good experience, but that's why I told Jess. I was like, we need something smaller, low-key, you know, just, you know, where it can be a little more, I don't know, a little more close-knit kind of. Um,
1: But, yeah. That's fun. Um, Was it hard, Jessica, to, like, leave, like, I'm going to leave this church that I've been a part of, I guess, because I love this man and and start something new? Like, is that – is that cool? Is that hard? Or was it not about love? You're just like, ah, screw it, I'm doing whatever I want to do. Well, so, <laughs>
3: so it actually all kind of fell into place. Um, my One of my good friends who I used to go to church with all the time, he and I had had conversations for like the last couple of years. The church I was going to was pivoting in a different direction. I had been very involved. I, I get over-involved in things. Um, all the Maybe. Jasons know that. <laughs> um, and uh, i they they started pivoting to this whole um, online format, which is fine. I'm all about it. I mean, clearly, that's what's keeping everything together right now, right. But it lost that community feel. And mm. one of the things that I've always been super passionate about is your local community and being involved in it. That's how Jason, what Cox and I met actually. It's how this Jay, I was volunteering as a pace group leader, and that's how Jason and I met and ended up getting married. Like, I'm always volunteering doing stuff in the community, and I felt like they were getting away from that. And so, I was interested in finding a new community that was all about being hyper local and, and involved in that way. So, when he said, This is where I'm, uh, I, I feel like I feel like God, particularly with me have to work on me a little more. So he never just throws stuff at me. He starts putting stuff in, in my heart ahead of time. So he'd already put it in there that, Hey, you're probably going to need this other community. That's going to be better for you. So when he said this, I was like, yeah, sure. Let's go. I'm pretty sure God was already prompting me to do this.
1: And you're still sure that's legend, right? <laughs> hey,
3: God works in mysterious we're, way. We're doing okay online.
1: <laughs> um, you haven't been to a legend drinking
0: party yet. That is true. Which is its own thing.
1: Oh, it can be very raw. <laughs> um, I actually, because my mom has been joining the Zoom calls, I was like, hey, make sure you don't join other things. Like, I don't know if you can handle... Some she's like no i'm fine i was like no just just don't like you, you really <laughs> some of the things um uh dude you were telling me like when i met with you guys last week that you volunteer a lot and get involved and i was like oh that's very dangerous for a legend because we'll be like hey you want to lead this you want to do this you can do this you can do this like here's the new passer, and you know, that, so <laughs> be careful because uh <laughs> it can happen
3: if there's a hat on am in <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: no you really you really will take advantage of they like so i guess jessica will do that we'll put that in um what do you think of and maybe you, uh, jason you, maybe you don't have anything else to compare it to or maybe you do like the COVID-y kind of church experience right now is it different cool whatever
2: um honestly i think whenever i've gone to church i've always kind of sat back and just kind of taken things in versus being proactive and engaging, I guess. Um, and actually being online, especially with the breakout rooms and how we talk afterwards, I feel like I've gotten to know people way quicker and better than I would have in person, honestly.
1: Yeah. Uh, did, was that, that was your guys' answer on that survey, right?
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: so I yeah. figured that. Um, but you know what that made me feel like is like, okay, then I feel like, and it's probably right, for on Sunday mornings when we actually are we're meeting or if we do that again in the future who knows um that uh I feel like there's a problem there we probably should fix something like with like are we not are people not engaging people enough or like because I've always felt like and this doesn't do with you as much as for a while I felt uh, right at the end towards Sundays I was like man are we doing enough to like really hang out and ask ask really good questions and talk afterwards or is it more just okay we showed up did the thing and now we're out like i always like to be more engaging and some and sometimes i was like oh and i i saw your answer and I, so one other newer couple said something very similar like oh i really like the online i feel like i'm getting to know people more and so i was like oh does that mean we're on sundays if we get back together how can we how do you foster that onto like cuz it's easy to show up and leave right and be like okay bye but
3: i think it's also the forum i mean it's the same reason people are it's really easy to be a troll on the internet right. it's easier to be a little more vulnerable mm. when it's on a screen right so i think i think that really you're just leveraging a different a different forum in in the right way mm. I, mean, I think that's really what it is i think face to face people are always going to be a little more reserved than they are when it's just like this where you're just you're on a screen
0: well i think our like our sunday morning like because we've been such a small community for so long that and we do generally really all hang out together like justin i always joke that if the church fired
1: us tomorrow we'd still be here like this is where all our (laughs) friends are like what else am i going to do right if so like there was a one time where i was talking to someone years and i mean this is like 10 years ago and they were like oh would you ever consider Uh, this role at Crossroads, and I was like, well, I guess if I want to tell all my friends to go screw themselves, I'm going to (laughs) make some other big money somewhere, by. Then I guess I would, but, like, I can't now. Like, it's really, like, or we were actually talking about, you know how, like, a lot of, in that pastoral world, there's so much, like, moral failure and people cheating on their wives. And, like, that happens all the time in that world. I was like, what? We ask all the time, what could we do (laughs) that would, like... Take us out, and we don't know the answer really. Like, I could see, like, okay, hey, you're not going to be preaching or the pastor anymore, but like, it's still all of our friends, like, all of our friends. I was like, I guess if I was the bad guy, you guys might take Kristen's side. I I, was trying to, I was trying to, it's really hard to get out, man. It's like, now that we've done this, it's like, I couldn't do anything else because it's, it is, this is our friends, like, this is, yeah, um, you know, if I messed up, these are the people I'd still go to. There's not another group somewhere else.
0: So I think it's like, that's the difficulty for like Sunday morning is that um, I haven't seen you, Jess, in like two years. And so you come in, but like, I also haven't seen my neighbor all week and I haven't seen like, these aren't just people that I'm professionally going to go talk to and make small. These are people that I genuinely love and care about. And so like, there's a, it's hard. And we're sitting right on the border of that line for how effectively you can be like a small church or a medium church. Right. There's going to be folks that are just now coming in that it's going to be harder because I've been friends with Joel for 10 years. Like Joel's got 10 years of us like at psychological war with each other. And uh, um, so it's an issue. A like how to maintain the small church feeling. And the Zoom actually, Justin, I've actually always said we didn't want to do online church. Um, but then like you guys have gotten connected. There's a couple other folks that have really gotten connected in ways that I would not have bet on going into this. And it's, it's always a good reminder that God's going to do things in ways that I don't expect. Like that, that the thing that I would have bet on, I'd have lost a lot of money on.
1: Well, and it's funny because in the beginning, I was very so lighthearted with the whole online thing. Like I made Joel masks and I was like talking, were you there that week? I like talked through, I'm like embarrassed about that now. Like, oh, now now I feel like I take it more seriously because I thought like, oh, well, this is all like a joke. This isn't real. But now I'm like, oh, this is as real as it's gonna get for a while. Uh, I totally had to do like a whole 180 with my, like, okay, this is a thing, and I gotta treat it like a thing. But, um, anyways, it's a strange time. Do you guys, uh,
0: you guys have had a big like change moving, like from the from the city out to the suburbs? Is that like, and like on top of getting married, on top of like blending families, like. You guys have had like these things stacked on top of each other during a quarantine, during a job shift, during race riots, during unstable political like leadership. Like you guys have just stacked all the changes on top of each other at once. Has that been? Has that been weird? Has that
2: been a lot? I we
1: both switched jobs in the last year too. Right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I don't. It's actually been pretty seamless, crazy as it sounds. Oh. I mean, um, everything is going really smooth. Um. I think we're just so used to having so many things happen at one time. It's kind of it'd be kind of weird if no changes were happening. Um, But yeah, with COVID, it's actually kind of been, dare I say, nice. um, Because we're both home all the time together. We take the dog on like four walks a day. um, Could spend more time with Colby and Haley. It's, um, yeah, it's actually been, we've, we've done pretty well with it. It has been challenging times, obviously, with, you know, feeling cooped up and not be able to see your friends and see family you know my mom wants to fly into town from Louisiana but she's not yet right. so just stuff like that's really hard but definitely making the most of it so
1: when you guys got a cool uh, for a suburb like that area I met you guys in is real cool I keep telling people about it like did you guys know about old Mil- or old uh, or Main Street up there in Mason and people are like yeah everyone knows about that but I'm like it's cool <laughs> well it's funny she grew up here in
2: Old Mason and I had never lived in a suburban setting in my life ever and so we moved here I'm like oh this is really cool and she's like oh back home you know it's um so did you really fun. grow up
0: up there Jess what did you really grow up in Mason yeah oh, okay on I, main, grew up, main street. <laughs> I grew up on um I grew up over off Goldfinch Way right off of Barrett Road in Westchester
3: yeah I know exactly where that like
0: is. like two minutes from there yeah if you yeah. ever had a
1: bike that was like missing and stolen, it was probably Jason who stole your bike. He's a he was a bike thief. There
0: were multiple bike thieves. No, he the was time. the
1: Mason Westchester bike thief. I was good at it. <laughs> I was very good at what we did. It makes me mad because wait, my wait, bike was stolen early. When I was little. And it's probably someone like him who did it. No, we only stole from rich kids. Yeah, we were like the trailer church.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has uh do you feel like Mason's changed a lot since you grew up there?
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, when, so my parents have been in the same house since January of 1980. And um, when we first moved there from um, Evansville, Indiana, um, which was a bigger city, this, this mason was so small. You went two blocks from my parents' house and you were in the city center, which was like another two blocks. You went two blocks the other way and you're literally standing in a field with cows. Like, I mean, it was just it was so small. Um, graduating classes were right over 100 kids. Um, now graduating classes are like twelve hundred kids, um, and, uh, and and it just it's sprawled so much. And every family farm that I knew growing up is now a subdivision, uh, so it's it's very different. Um, and uh, yeah, the the politics in Mason are pretty ridiculous right now as well.
0: So Jared was telling me about the Deerfield. So. Jared, uh, I think you've met Jared. He does our, like, AV stuff in the back on Sunday mornings, Our Treasure. Um, he lives over – he lives in Mason, too. They just moved up, like uh, – they're over off Irwin Simpson. And okay. um, he was saying that the, the Facebook group for Deerfield Mason is just a straight dumpster fire every day right now.
3: It's insane. Yeah, it's a little – it's a little so, crazy. And they had, a, they had a meeting on Monday, and one of our friends – uh, who owns, um, Wildflower Cafe, was, like, videotaping it and live streaming it on Facebook, and, and the mayor's, like, giving the hand to people, and I'm like, oh, okay, crazy
1: That's crazier than Oakley. I thought Oakley was bad.
3: I did, and then I moved here. I was like, oh, no, it wasn't so bad. Uh, <laughs> like, side
0: note, Wildflower Cafe is a hidden gem of a restaurant in the city. Yes. Like, it's is. so good.
3: It's, it's one of the best restaurants in the greater Cincinnati area. It's amazing. It really is
0: remarkable. And uh, we have a friend that asked us to meet, it's outside of my price for right? like when a friend calls and says, Hey, do you guys want to do like a couple's date for dinner? I'm sort of like a 50 bucks max, right? Yeah. Like they're
1: a little more expensive than that, but I did. Jason but, likes you. Applebee's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going oh, to a Charlie's first.
1: Domino's <laughs> is just as good as uh, Dewey's to Jason.
0: No, that's the <laughs> dumb shit you say. <laughs> I never said that. You said Oh, that. I thought you like I thought you think Dewey's is not great. No, no, I think there's a window on pizza
1: goodness. Oh, okay. Dewey's is clearly better than Domino's. All You're right. the one who said I think you said the Domino's is like as Domino's is my favorite of the cheap pizza. Yeah. So yeah. Same here. Their deep <laughs> dish is amazing. I mean, but Dewey's is my favorite pizza. I thought you were like Dewey's is like no, no, just I, average. I
0: always have question about like, so I would throw Dewey's, I would throw catch a fire, like the higher end pizza
2: places
1: Sorry are, to digress.
0: are very good. <laughs> You're just only getting so much return on your increased pizza budget.
2: I think I Dewey's have, is the best in town. So I, I have
0: lots awesome. of thoughts about pizza. I we never go to the Dewey's that I could walk to. I don't I can't remember last time I ate at Dewey's.
1: Now I bet you're thinking there used to be a little Caesars right by the church, mm-hmm. and I always thought for five dollars you cannot get a better deal to feed my family. Like five dollars, and now I would need fifteen dollars. <laughs> What's it called, like the Hot and Ready,
2: ready or something? Yeah, for
1: five bucks you go in, and right there here's a whole pizza, guys. For
0: five dollars. Uh, uh, you know, you know, one of my reasons that I like loathe to eat at Dewey's is Dewey's is owned by the same family that owns the St. Louis Cardinals. And I hate the St. Louis Cardinals. Hate, hate, hate the St. Louis Cardinals. Like I hate the Cardinals. Like I hate the Steelers.
2: It, isn't it um, ironic that a uh, St. Louis family owns the Reds?
0: Hey. <laughs> oh,
1: I like that you know facts about this, sports. This I com- never know this. This, this, stuff com- to say. this
0: conversation.
1: This conversation's over. He, he just, he's he's <laughs> going to edit it, that part out. it right <laughs> out. <laughs> it's going to be you saying, "I love Cincinnati sports." Just fun fact. <laughs> um, hey, Jason, what was the religious climate of New Orleans growing up? I don't know what that is. Catholic or bust. Yeah? Like, is it is it Catholic? Oh,
3: yeah. They're called parishes instead yeah, of counties. Yeah, we don't counties,
2: they're called parishes instead of counties. Like, I grew up in St. Tammany Parish. Orleans Parish is the city of New Orleans. Mm. So, yeah, it's – um, if you go, like, below I-10, which I-10 runs straight across the bottom part of the state, um, you know, New Orleans, La- Lafayette, Lake Charles, if you're south of 510, you're Catholic. North 510, you're Baptist.
1: Mm. Interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah New, Orleans like, one,
0: New Orleans is one of the only two cities I've ever been to in the world where I said I would move here right now. I love Cincinnati so much. New Orleans is one of two cities in the world. I was like, yep. I'm. And Kim was a hard no because uh, she didn't go with me when I went to New Orleans, but I called her after having had way too much to drink so many times.
1: that She said there's no
0: way I would survive living in New Orleans. Are you allowed to
1: have open containers and just walk around? Yeah, you in are. In the city, yeah. Man.
2: It's really dangerous. It's fun.
1: Daiquiri is walking around.
0: Time? Not just What's during that? Mardi Gras? All, no, all the time? All the time. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's also yeah, strange. I remember
2: – I like, remember, like when I was in college, just after college, I remember my buddy Mike and I. We had a keg on a dolly, and we were just going down St. Charles Avenue, yeah, just yeah. from <laughs> That
1: is amazing.
0: Well, it's and it's a strange city because it's it's really completely integrated. Like you can, you'll have a million dollar house next to a crack house, mm-hmm. and like those people have just figured out the social ramifications of really poor people living next to really rich people, um, in a way that's different than like Cincinnati, which is still fairly gentrified in terms of like. Poor people
2: live in poor neighborhoods. Rich people live in. I was inspired de- by New Orleans. Yeah, it's definitely like you're um, kind of in the Garden District towards downtown. Like, we always said like if you go on that side of St. Charles, one block, be careful. Right, it's just right. one block. But right here, you might be next to where the Mannings grew up. You know, right. like <laughs> so it is. It is different.
0: Yeah, I love New Orleans, and realized not neither my wallet nor my liver could handle. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no off switch in the city of New Orleans. There's nobody to say, "Hey, that like 35th beer tonight's a bad idea." They, they're like, "Hey, you want it to go cup?" <laughs> <laughs> what's the,
1: uh, what's, the fam- and, what's the famous coffee and- place that's from there?
2: Oh, Cafe Demont.
1: Monde, yeah, and uh, apparently, yeah. tell me if this is true. the The rumor I heard was that people love that place; it's a destination, but. <laughs> originally that kind of coffee was made out of the depression where we would take coffee and add like filler to it to make it sort of a, to spread it out more so that it's a, it was actually originally a cheaper kind of coffee that went out to the masses. But now it's because, uh, Chuck, Chuck told me this. You should ask him about it. Uh, But now it's really a, it's a cheap coffee, but it's a, a destination coffee because of the name alone. You should ask him about that.
2: That's, interesting. that's I, interesting. I like you're like, no way. I'm not, I'm not.
1: Uh, no, but uh, that's what he told me. Because <laughs> he'll be like, you know, Chuck, if it's not his coffee, it's not good. So he'll <laughs> be like, uh, no, DeMont, man, that's no, just not good. That's no, trash, right? It's trash. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> but you're there for the vignettes
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, uh, so what, okay, you found, you guys found, like, Legend met you where you were at. Is there, uh, I'm going to ask two questions. I'm going to start with this one and answer honest because I like the answer to this. Is there something that you don't like about it? Is there something like, oh man, I wish that or, or man, in, my, in my larger church experience, we had this and I, I would like that more. Um, and it, I, I promise you, it does not offend us. I like these kind of questions.
2: So we can't
1: say one of the pastor's names, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. You could say, you know what? I only log in on weeks that <laughs> uh, so-and-so preacher. your shot. We do have that. We do, like, I never pay attention, but Jason will log. So I notice so-and-so only shows up on the weeks I'm not preaching or something like that. Or uh, <laughs> uh, And then his brother-in-law will always be, uh, there was a weird time where he was only showing up on the weeks Jason preached, and he would say, like, hey, man, I just want to let you know it's not intentional. It's not intentional. And I was like, what, I don't even pay attention. And then eventually I started paying attention. I was like, he doesn't like it. Was, it, when it was I'm like 14 weeks in <laughs> a row. It was like, "Oh, he really <laughs> doesn't like it when I preach. I'm weird, I get that. Uh, anyway, sorry, Anthony, question.
3: Well, I know what Kaylee was saying is that you guys come back every week because she's with her dad every other week. Mm. So she's she only is here on weeks that Justin is talking. And we had one random holiday and so she got to see you once, Jason, and she was super excited because she was like, I'm here on a Jason weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and it was probably way more excited than she should have been. But that was that was the one thing because she that because she's just every other she's an every other week sure, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. You know, it's it's weird because we we really only know the online format. Right so it's hard for us to really say we don't know we we only can we only have to come like three times two or three times before yeah. mm-hmm. we went to this online thing we got the email about the online thing and we're like yeah let's just try it out and it ended up being a really good rhythm for us that we really really enjoyed and i mean so much so that we were excited when we were in Birmingham last week mm-hmm. to share this with um, with Alyssa, our, our daughter and little adorable grandson and and have them see it too. And he was jamming. It was, it was the perfect week <laughs> for you guys to be like, we're just going to do a lot of music and talk uh, about yeah. it. Yeah. Because he's just bopping the whole time. <laughs> oh, it's fun. <laughs>
1: so um, he's saying
3: he's this is the best ever.
1: Oh, uh, do you notice the Justin Jason difference? Yes. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. It seems like most people do like Mm -hmm. uh, I've always liked it because uh, before when I worked at other churches like you kind of have to be everything but I'm like Jason being Jason allows me to be me. So like I don't have to worry about like well someone's going to tell everyone what really needs to happen because he's (laughs) going to do that. So I can just experiment and do weird things all I want.
3: I'd like to see more whiteboard. I just really enjoy, oh. I'm a visual learner. Mm. And I I love that. And that's something that hopefully we can keep doing even when mm. we're meeting in person. Because when there's something visual in front of me, it just resonates more than just
1: talking. Sure. Yeah, so I did, for a while I did a lot of that. Like we had people joke all the time, like, oh, Justin Week, I guess we're getting drawings. Like I would have a giant whiteboard um, and I like to do it. Some weeks, I think, eh, this one wasn't really working. But I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out how to incorporate it almost all the time. Because I, I like it. It's how I, it's how I process, too. Um, and I think it's fun. For some reason, with the Zoom thing, it's okay. Although I realized the last, Kristen, my wife kept coming into the room. And she's like, I was trying to tell you that your double chin is showing for everyone. Because <laughs> I know you wouldn't want that. But she's like, I couldn't get, it was like, cause I didn't realize the whole time I was like, eh, looking down. Um, she was like, I knew that that's not what you would want, but I was trying to tell you that, but you weren't, you kept chewing me away. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I, for when I do the iPad, my hand gets really shaky. I don't know if you can notice, but I, I don't know why. I, I think I must mentally know everyone's watching I get real, but I don't get like that on stage. I'm like fine with the, but I like it. I think, I try, to, I try to figure out ways I can really do it and make it like very Rob bellish like how is this cool? How do I process? But anyways, so if you have ideas, you should send them to me sometime. Like, hey, you should do this. Cause I like the, uh, the actually, the Armor of God one was the one time where I was like, oh, this actually really works because this really is an yeah, image that's, one. that's being- yeah. A yeah. Painted,
3: that's a one. yeah.
1: Uh, which I liked. Cool, I like that. <laughs> I, oh, go ahead, sorry. Even the other day, um, it wasn't
2: the whiteboard, but it was the um, the one of the little kid, the stories for the kids. Um, what story was it? Where like Kobe had was ta- telling us about you know some stuff he had read And Bible. I'm like, oh wait, that's the story from uh, one of the little kids. So, which story was it? Um, it was Joshua. Yeah, Joshua. That's it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just remembered it because I remember the visual part of <laughs> it.
1: Oh, that's actually good to hear because I um. I, don't, I was wondering, we were actually talking the other day with Delaney, I was like, oh, do people really watch this? Do people care? Cause I was saying the Minecraft week, my kids were like glued in and they usually <laughs> don't pay attention to it. But the Minecraft week, they were like, what Minecraft, I'm in.
0: We were, we were talking to a family last night on a Zoom call who has to like they have to browbeat their kids to pay attention during the sermon, and the kids have noticed that Justin and I have both gotten like progressively longer winded as quarantine's gotten on. Like the first week, we were sure nobody would pay attention for more than ten minutes, so it was very concise. And and I was telling them last night, I was like, oh, I think this week's going to be long. Like the story's really complicated, and so it's going to take a while to tell it. And uh, they're like, oh, our nine year old's going to be pissed because he starts and like. They say, you have to sit through the church service. And he's like, it's 1048 already. <laughs> this is over. But I can't draw, so I can't do the whiteboard. So I'm experimenting with PowerPoint, which
1: is the worst medium in the world. My mom thinks it's all childish. She's like, oh, I love how you always do things for kids. I'm like, that's not for kids. That's just nothing to do with kids. <laughs> well, yeah, well, we're all kids. We're still kids, you know. So. <laughs> I was like, it's not kids, mom. You're dumb. Stop coming to my church. <laughs>
3: So based on what we just said, I think the one thing that if I could change something would be actually to have sometimes both of you talking together on Sundays, As just taking one or the other, because I really like your dynamic on on this podcast and listening mm. to it has been really good. And I would love to see that translate into Sunday.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. we did that on a, we did a sermon series where we preached through a book and like Justin did chapter one, then I did chapter one. And, like, each week you would get both of us, you would get either one of us talking about the same text and how, like, different perspectives and different imaginations. And, yeah. And then almost always on our anniversary week, we'd like, whatever anniversary week, we both preach together to talk about, like, just what a train wreck this has been.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everyone, refer, or Kristen will refer to Jason as work wife. Uh, she's real wife and there's work wife Claire, so. <laughs> That's, that's Just to say, I get to be the the man in this in this scenario, and Jason gets to be the wife, which is a great role to play. Bearded <laughs> woman. <laughs> oh, here's a question. I don't even care if this is on the podcast or not. Uh, Jessica, would you ever be interested in preaching? Oh. <laughs> I'd, go yeah. to that. I'd definitely go to that one.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you would have to go to
1: that one. <laughs> Because we are always actually, we're always trying to get others and especially like, man, I'd love to hear feminine voices and this and that. And every now and then we'll get one person and she may, she'll may she say yes. But like, it's like once a year and all of our, like a lot of our strong feminine voices in our church, I'll be like, oh, you should totally do this. And they're like, never, nope, not once. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, I'm going to log that because we really will take advantage of that because uh, I know other people want that and we want that. We just haven't found that so it looks You're like good you good came to the right people. place yeah yeah <laughs> that's actually kind of really awesome we should just talk about that for a while because um yeah Mo, a lot of we have a lot of women who have a lot of good opinions who are like hey this is this i'm like and would you ever want to talk on sundays and I'm like never ever would i want to do that <laughs> um i'm like ah so have you done it before
3: um oh, only in smaller groups not in front of like an entire church but in uh, other uh, things yes
1: i have super fun jason yeah, do you ever want to do it yeah <laughs> sorry what were you going to say jessica
3: he had to get up once in front of uh, oakley community council and, century
2: theater up there, and i had to get up there on the stage and
3: she was yeah. so nervous I, was and stuff
2: uh, no, it was the master, Oakley master plan. Oh, right, I, was, right, I was on the steering right. committee, yeah. so it was for that. Yeah. But, yeah.
3: And he's like, I've never held a microphone
2: before. Literally, I get up there, I'm like, so I've never actually talked to a microphone before. So.
0: It's a skill. We were just talking to Stephanie about how difficult, like, extemporaneous public speaking is. And people, because we're so used to seeing people who are good at it, we assume that everybody can do it, and very few people can just get up and speak publicly and be really good at it. Yeah. yeah. I
1: hit uh, 20 years of being a pastor and I realized this past year we'll get people up there and I'm like, do people not know how to hold a microphone? Like they hold it way down here. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like there's a spot that's just natural where you know, I need to project because you need to hear what I'm saying. And like, Mm -hmm. I forget that people like, yeah, they hold it real down low or they don't want to talk in it. I'm like, well, what's the point of having the microphone if you're not talking to (laughs) it? I don't understand.
0: Or people just, you've seen this, the community council stuff, people who think they can do it without the microphone. Yeah. You don't project well and nobody can hear you. You need the microphone. Yeah. That's
3: why there's a microphone. (laughs) That's why there's a microphone. (laughs)
1: But uh, Jason, you don't have problems talking to people about shoes like in a sales meeting, right? Is it because you're confident in the uh the material? Like I can talk about ASICs. Oh yeah, I I mean I've had to do a lot
2: of one like selling meetings um uh, back in June and it's kind of funny because I don't think anything of it, but she comes down and she's like, Wow, that's uh it's kinda of, it's like a switch, you know. But but also I can I can talk about that and not even like it's just involuntary, it's pretty easy to me. Just been doing it long enough.
3: But it's still only like two, three people. It's not
2: a yeah, big Yeah, group. it's not a big group.
3: Yeah.
1: So. It's funny. As, as soon, like, I think either the same day or the day later after I met with you guys, it's just how my brain works. I was talking to Chris and was like, you know, for a while, people weren't buying Asics, but now they are. Like, I'm like saying things that you were saying in the meeting. I was like, we should get Asics. I was like, I think when I run again, and and the thing is, she goes, oh, uh, <laughs> he must be right because my oldest son, who's 15 and a half, who is very like. Oh, we get on him about how conscientious he is about what people think about what he wears. Like yeah. he's really into that, which I, I guess we all were, but um, he just went and bought running shoes and bought Asics based on how they looked. Yeah. Um, oh. And he runs a lot, but uh, she's like, Oh, Graydon just bought Asics. And I was like, I guess he's right. They must be doing something. Cause whatever <laughs> you're doing, he, he thought they looked cool and that's what he has right now. So yeah. But because I know you, we're an ASICs family now, man. No, you are. We, we do. are here. <laughs> I was like a new balance because that's all I can handle my foot family, but now it's we're an A6. Actually Kristen's always liked Nikes uh because of her foot. But um but yeah, we I think we're gonna go shopping sometime when I'm at foot seal.
2: If I don't put this on the podcast,
1: but I can get y'all half off anything, <laughs> we'll leave that up. Ooh, <laughs> I kind of mentioned that's was like, he kind of said this. I don't know if he really meant it. Yeah, I don't do that podcast. I get in trouble. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but no, I, that's my goal is as soon as this foot's not swollen anymore, I need a running shoe because none of my old shoes fit anymore because the mold's different. And uh, I'm yep. going ASICs.
2: There you go, man. Sponsoring Legend's Church, ASICS. Ambassador uh, is
1: brought to you by ASICS. <laughs> um, I think, uh,
0: Jessica, I think Kim's coming to run with you next Saturday.
3: Yes, she is. She, I saw that.
0: She's excited to have somebody to run with regularly, like, like like somebody who wants to also run. But I was like, I think, man, look, Kim, Jessica, every step Jessica takes is two of your steps. <laughs> like she's going like, to, but she's really excited
1: to go. But around. you're a pacer, so you know how to do that. Like, mm-hmm.
3: do you- I can run, I can run any pace. Well, you should come because we got Narrow Path Brewery to open it up early. So they're opening up at eight for us.
1: Oh, so, my favorite name for a brewery ever. So their,
0: uh, their yeah. head brewer was the worship leader at the church I went to before I came here. Oh, cool. Oh. I think he's still the worship leader there but i think i think he's actually doing so well as the brewer that he's thinking about checking out of that gig and just brewing so
3: full-time
1: uh jessica here's a question for you have you joined on facebook legend ladies
3: so kim uh just recently connected me so So i am now on that group yeah
1: let me tell you jason and i have nothing to do with this group and every decision made in our church somehow happens there my wife will be like, well, oh, someone already talked about that. I'm like, how? She's like, oh, on the Legend Ladies thing. Like, all the time, we'll be like, oh, well, Legend Ladies. And I'm like, okay. Like, I we have, we, I have nothing. I know nothing about what happened. And Kristen's like real, it's almost like Fight Club. Like, you don't talk about what happens on there because she'll be like, oh, yeah, someone's already set that up or done that. I'm like, how? Are we just talked, Jason and I just talked about it. She's like, oh, it's uh, Legend Ladies. I'm like, oh. That's <laughs> cool. I'm I'm actually glad to never know. I'm like okay, cool, cool. but no. That apparently that is where shit gets done, for the church is on Legend Ladies. And All the- right, well
3: I'm in now, okay. so I'm pretty excited. That
1: means you are in.
3: There is no
0: there is no male equivalent either. Like the closest might be when we grab a couple of beers with some people, but like there's nothing informal for guys like that in the same way.
1: Although we keep talking about doing a whiskey and like cigar night, where we're just like. It doesn't have to be all guys because I think that's weird, but we don't have anything all guys, so we're like, oh, let's do something where we just get together and talk and have whiskey. Sounds like your house might be the best <laughs> place to do it. I feel we like can we could host I'm that.
3: <laughs> we could definitely host that.
1: We did. A,
0: um, we did a whiskey tasting series here. Like, I prefer Irish whiskey. As another guy, I prefers bourbon. Another guy prefers Scotch, and so we set up like five different Sunday nights where.
1: If yeah, you, everyone pitched in like 20 bucks, Everyone right? chipped
0: in money. And then like, so if it was Irish week, I had to go buy all the Irish whiskeys we were going to taste. And uh, Nate Brown and Mike Argany did all the bourbons. And I think me and Jared did the scotches. And like, and then we tasted them. And then we came back on the fifth week and tasted the favorites of each, of each week against each other. Um, but it worked out really well because we hosted it at my house and all the extra bottles just got left in my house. Yeah, he's got a collection. I've got
1: a ridiculous library downstairs.
0: <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> why you host.
1: I was actually just thinking about your – I was right when I poured this, I was looking through his thing, and he has a Blanton's there. But really what's left in the Blanton's is enough for one person. And I'm like, no one's ever going to take that. No one's ever gonna finish. I'll sit there job? forever. Because I was like, oh, I would really like that, but I'm not finishing all his not, blantons. That's not a
0: church blantons though. That was a personal blanton. Right.
1: And no one's gonna finish your blantons. Like someone, that not, you I have to some, do it your own. I know somebody oh. who's gone to this church who would. We have. We have had church mooches who just like us for our alcohol.
2: It'll be someone that has knows nothing about liquor at all. Ever come ever come ever over. Ever ever over. Ever oh, look what's shine? this? Cool. What's this? Girl? <laughs> no. This apple juice.
0: We had a, we had a guy who used to show up with like. A six pack of natural light, and then drink all your like Rheingeist,
1: and leave the natural light for you. <laughs> he, he
0: would drink. He'd bring six natural lights and drink eighteen Rheingeists <laughs> or Bad Tree or whatever it was. Like he would bring craft beer and then drink all your craft beer at like double the cost.
1: Although my whole entire journey into alcohol actually started with this church. I started drinking really late in life, and um, I so I only know drinking through legend, which is a lot of drinking. And so there was a when I was at Red Tree, there was these other churches that would like rent out Red Tree to do their events. Mm-hmm. And there was one church who was like, "Hey, we're gonna have some alcohol. Is that all right?" I was like, "Yeah, you can bring whatever you want." And they brought one six pack or no, one twelve pack for their entire church. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we're bringing some alcohol." I was like, "That's not alcohol. Like <laughs> that's like that's one person, that's right? That's, that's just that's just one person because you're gonna like, but." I have realized uh, some people have used it as a weapon against us. Yeah. They don't usually last that long. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you guys drink a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do about that. Sorry. Like, um, and yeah, because there was a while where I was like, okay, is this, you know, and we had a guy who actually, he's a good, he's a friend of ours who comes, who's, who does struggle with alcoholism. And I, one day I was like, dude, is this, I'm really sorry. Is this bad that we, and he's like, I'm sorry, your beer has nothing to do with my issues. Like, <laughs> I have a lot of bigger issues, and seeing you drink a and Kugel Summer Shandy isn't messing me up. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you. I just needed to that validation somewhere. Uh, anyways, but I am really glad that you guys have come. It's really been, uh, you're right, like when you come and you're new at Legend, we all know, but there's also like,
2: there's really ones it's hiding odd. in the corner just sitting there like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard
0: to come in and oh, If you're new, it's hard to sneak in because it yeah. really is set up like a gauntlet. Yeah, like yeah. You're going to have to walk by people and like my wife or Kim Bunn or Joel are paying
1: attention for new folks and they're going to zero in real fast. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, a sort of like, well, two things. Uh, there's people that come in and will meet. And I, that, it has to do with that like you might as well know now where I'm like, nah, these, they're not gonna like us. Like, they don't know yet. They don't know maybe <laughs> our stance on LGBTQ or maybe they don't know our, uh, that we drink a lot and we kind of curse a lot like, but they're gonna find out and they're not gonna like it. And every now and then there's those people and they last about a month or so and where they see something, they're like, oh, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I wish you just knew, but I, I don't know how to tell you that in the beginning. Uh, but you guys are not that. I was like, oh, man, these, they, you're very, very cool. And I like that you're a part. Um, but also, uh, man, I really, uh, I hope Haley can get involved because I think her, that age that we have, man, they're a solid group of people. Group of I hands. say that mainly because my son's one of them. But um, so ho- I, I actually told him a while ago, I was like, hey, they have a daughter, the same age. You need to make sure you're engaged with her when she comes because uh, that'd be cool. So anyways, uh, that group, um, we're actually just now talking about like youthy kind of things because we had to like grow into it. When we first started, people would come with kids at age be like, there's nothing. And we're like, yeah, you want to start something? Because we don't have anything. Uh, and they're like, no, we don't want to start anything. I'm like, okay, cool. So, But now we've actually grown into it over 11 or 12 years. So I'm excited for that too. I hope she really... And like, and I think the uh, I was telling someone the other day they were asking about like kids and parenting and blah blah. blah. I was like, man, the only thing I think we've ever done really well at Legend uh, is that all of the kids know so many other adults, like, and they have real interaction with them. Like you said, mm-hmm. like we're not, you're not, you're not like a little kid. Like I never had that growing up. It was like my youth pastor and my friends and all the other adults suck. Like uh, <laughs> I would, but like. My children have so many other adults they can go to who they're learned, they're hearing God things from that may be different than what I'm saying. They're, uh, you know, they just, it's, I think it's very cool, village sort of deal. Uh, man, I, I hope she can like feel that too. Uh, Cause it's cool. It's a cool thing that I know, like, oh, you know what? If you don't like something, you're upset with me, like, you can go to other adults or even other, you know, they're, they're there. And uh, Jason will let my kids get away with anything. Uh, my middle son actually loves jason's house and always has he's 12 now but he has since he was two like at jason's house i can do a lot more than i can at our house don't bother me and i don't yeah. care what you're doing because Jason's like yeah don't talk don't to me, bother and good. me and they and he's always loved it for that which i i appreciate I think. but he's, he's
0: never good. been like he's also like he's a kid that i don't have to worry about like he knows the right thing and the wrong thing to do so i don't have to like overly stress about him although i did we took all those kids kayaking last Saturday and uh, the adults went to get the truck to get the boats and I was stuck with the kids and I let every kid get like massive doses of poison ivy.
1: That did happen. And, but. Mm. Um, hey uh so almost done do you guys have any last words or plugs you can plug asics as a shoe <laughs> you can um plug your favorite whiskey you can plug anything you want or or say anything you want the last uh podcast we did she plugged uh um don't vote for trump and something or wear a mask and then something of A
0: lot about her like menstrual cycle.
1: Yes, she talked about her menstrual cycle a lot. (laughs) Uh, You, you can, you can talk about anything. Do you guys have any last words or plugs? Go. No. We
3: really don't. Just,
1: just, uh, I don't
2: know. I'm, I'm a sports like nut essentially. So, pins my ridiculous amount of fun facts, but. I'm an LSU grad, so go Tigers. The last college national champion of all time.
1: <laughs> uh, what? Um, so what are your, like, these are the sports I watch? All of them. All of them.
2: Everything. All all of them. everything. Yeah. Even you sports, have, I don't want to have favorite teams. I just follow everything. So You'll
1: have a lot of good company because uh, I'm the odd man out in that where I'm like, and not because I don't like sports. I actually love to play everything. But I grew up in Virginia Beach where there was, for a five-hour radius, there's no professional teams. <laughs> Yeah. So unless it was, like, really popular, I didn't know. Then I came to Cincinnati. I was like, man, everyone wears the same colors. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, but, yeah, there's a – that's a – I've joined fantasy football in the last year uh, because I started fantasy soccer, and I really liked it. So I do those two things. We'll
0: get you roped into the legend fantasy football group, which is another just, like, really off-color and inappropriate – like, the text messages I wake up to from that group, I'm like, holy crap, people need Jesus. <laughs> Oh, sign me um, up. I'm ready. <laughs> we do normally do a lot of like, like sort of informal, especially on Sunday after, like after church, going somewhere to watch football. And then, like, there's a very, there's a growing college football contingent here. Um, Jared, my brother in law, Ross are all super college football guys. I went to Miami of Ohio, which killed college sports for me because they all sucked when I was there. <laughs> you, got, you had, had finger,
2: right? An
1: OSU <laughs> fan. And you can't be a Pittsburgh fan. I've learned that. Ross is an OSU fan. You can't But you, you can't be, sorry, you can't be a vocal OSU fan or a vocal Pittsburgh fan. But yeah. I will
2: talk so much trash to big 10 people. Yeah. As an
0: SEC all. guy, you have to hate, you got, and you're living in the middle of Ohio state country up there in Mason too, man. That like, Oh yeah.
2: My um, friend, I, just, I just say scoreboard. That's, right. that's it.
0: <laughs> my friend is a, the owner of Grainworks Brewery and we go there a lot. And, uh, He's like
2: well,
0: – every time I'm, like, two beers in on a Saturday, he's like, you can't talk shit about Ohio State here, man. It's going to cause a fight. And I was like, well, you know I'm going to the moment you tell me I can't.
1: Mm. <laughs> I'm designing cool. a beer can
2: for Grainworks. What's, what's really funny is, like, I, I'll just talk, you know, SEC trash all the time. Um, and it's funny, we went down to Alabama, and I couldn't wait. Um, I, they, half the people there were Alabama fans, half were Auburn fans. Right. And I hate Alabama – more than anything in life. Right. New York's Alabama. So I'm almost kind of an Auburn fan just because they hate each other so much. Right. But um, I put a little jab in all these people. And then it was like World War III between all of them. And yeah. it was awesome.
3: We were all eating
2: birthday cake and just threw something out there and just back and <laughs> I think I said like, how y'all feel about the kick six back in 2013? And
0: then boom, like war just... had <laughs> a couple. A couple of years ago, I was in uh, Tanzania. I was sitting at a bar by myself, and an American walked in, and so we started talking. And he was a damn Steelers fan. I was like, "Well, we're done." I try like <laughs> I'm not talking to you. The rest that we we have nothing in common, and we can't be friends. Oh, that's well, you need to know. That's I weird. like irrational sports
1: fandom. Mm hey thanks for being on the podcast guys yeah
2: <laughs> absolutely. yeah absolutely yeah thanks know.
0: thanks for having me. Yeah, but look uh, uh for the record this sunday we'll probably be hanging out at Grainworks in the afternoon if you guys want to come and have a beer um well, we'll, we'll see y'all on saturday oh that's right you're coming to the lake
1: saturday
2: yeah we're. Gonna oh come. you guys are yeah. coming we'll be there yeah.
1: it's really oh, fun nice. she's
0: gonna drive there. <laughs> you Jesus.